Without some news, my whole life is sad. You know I got it bad when no girls text me back. Check my apps and only find opened up snaps. Look at yourself. I know I got it bad when a chick is in my lap. And all I think about is PSN. Said when you're hoping to fuck them And you really think I work at six tomorrow But I'll just have one drink I'll be funny, I'll be cool Looking at your titties Spitfire game on you so Looking at them titties Said I'm fortunate That I swapped right I want you to know I'll leave the last lies for you all my homies who know what's going on Grab your bumble date and help me sing my song Say I know we just met But, but you, you seem down. down Big booty queen, you should wear a crown Lady say I'm just here For the free food I'm on my period, don't mean to be rude Said it's PSN episode 16 we made it Blazing in the morning. We got here at 8 a.m., smoked a little bit of weed for the first time together. No, second time. We did it once on New Year. The old wake and bake, guys. It's PSN episode <laughs> 16 coming live. We're bouncing it out with tea. Let's see how it goes. We're going organic, baby. We got the, the tea and greenery. Yeah, we used to be fucking lines and uh, it was twisted tea. Lines of twisted now tea. Now that tea is twisted. That's what somebody said the first time they tasted it. And they said, got it. There's the name. This is the organic app. <laughs> PSN has gone organic. Straight from the <laughs> ground, baby. That's all we care about. <laughs> we raw. Raw sashimi. We cost more money at the grocery store. Oh, yeah. But we, you can still lie. Yeah. You have to go to the self-checkout. Self-checkout, baby. You think yeah, I'm ringing in organic bananas <laughs> at the self-checkout? Do I look like the kind of dude? I stay scheming, bro. Have you ever been... Ca- stay scheming. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Rick Ross's song, Stay Scheming. But, scheming, dreaming, and does, best believing. It episode does. 16. <laughs> the beginning of that song does make you want to scheme. Oh, yeah. I want to go up to someone and be like, yo, you got change for a 10? And then they count out a bunch of singles and I slap them a five. Ba-boom, ba-boom. Stay scared. <laughs> and then they tackle you. It's the little things in life. <sighs> I like getting by with little shit. Like, uh, my chandelier broke a couple weeks ago in the apartment. And so the light bulbs were just exposed. <laughs> so I called the front desk. Ew. <laughs> so I called the front desk and I was like, hey, 
Uh, I was just in a neighbor's apartment. They had this nice chandelier in their front desk. I just got exposed light bulbs. Can you go ahead and check that out? She's like, you, you're saying you never got one? I was like, yeah, when we moved in, we never I had I just thought it was kind of modern, you know? Stay scheming. <laughs> Organic bananas, no. I got a, uh, we lie to our landlords like that. We send them emails like, hey, uh, the wall, there's a hole in the wall when really somebody was drunk and hit it. When I was in college, I saw some dude punch a hole in the wall and puke in it. And it was the <laughs> most, it was the most, it's the little things in life. Growing up, my heroes were like Michael Jordan, Scotty Pippen, all the bulls. Yeah. Now it's just the guy who punched a hole in the wall and puked in it. That's the kind of guy I want to You're go. my dude. PSN episode 16, what's going on was Hillary Swank. Had a long weekend. We were at the uh, doing a lot of comedy this weekend. It felt good. Now we're back on the uh, Tuesday grind. Tuesday grind. Going to two Sunday night for a show called The Wench Show. So you know I'm getting laid. Oh yeah. Uh, March second, I'll be at Rock Bottom at Third Space, uh, talking about my battle with sobriety. Uh, March eighth, <laughs> I'll be at the Comedy Palace in San Diego, doing the World Series of Comedy. Representing that, please send nudes. Uh, March 9th through 11th, I'll be at Stand Up Scottsdale with Butch Bradley. But, Butch Bradley's but, a killer. Butch Bradley. He's a really good comic. I'm uh, stoked for you to see him. And then March 16th through 19th, I'll be at the House of Comedy with Ben Glebe. And hopefully I'm saying that correct, because that's how I'm going to introduce myself. Hi, I'm Blen Glebe. What if his name was Blen? Dude, Blen's a... I'm Blen Glebe. March 27th, big announcement. Please send nudes, host Tempe Lane. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Back for our triumphant return. <laughs> I need some redemption there. That was weird last I ripped time. a wall joke at a college. Mike, Mike was, yeah, doing jokes at a. It was a riff. It was a quick wall joke, and it you would literally. What kind of wall joke? Not like, what do you mean? A brick wall? Yeah. <laughs> you were talking about the uh, I was talking about bigs. the drywall. <laughs> The guy who punched a hole in the wall and puked in it. <laughs> he made a uh, Trump wall joke. He was like, I think it's a good idea. And you just and it was a funny joke, but then you just saw this college oh crowd go <gasps> and lock their buttholes I up. I literally saw girls' vaginas tighten up. Yeah, like, just <laughs> they suck themselves back into, into themselves. <laughs> That's right. God damn it. And then I had to go up afterwards. It was like going into 9-11 with a broom trying to clean up. I was like, I don't, can't sweep this. And you couldn't. No. It was like I dropped a bomb. I it was know. a riff. Have some fucking respect for me. Well, you did have a moment during your set, too, where a couple minutes later you go, what? <laughs> was it the wall riff? Come on, guys. What? <laughs> you broke down. <laughs> it was an honest moment, dude. I just <laughs> what was it? <laughs> I mean, when you don't laugh at the gas station jokes, clearly yeah. you're still pissed about the wall yeah, shit. Yeah, you could So tell let's call it how it is. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God damn it. I wish I we did a coin toss to see who would go last and I won. I was like, I'll go last. And I was like, God damn it. This is the one time I got to go last. Just a grown ass man breaking down in yeah, the and I go up there, hey, I'm sick of looking young, guys. <laughs> they were like, fuck you, Charles. Yo, PSN, go on Facebook, like us at please send nudes. Hit us up on Twitter at PSN underscore podcast. Charles, do I have to fucking say it? Do I have to fucking say it again? The Instagram? Go on iTunes. (laughs) Leave us a five-star review and call me Big Dick Master Flex the third. Big Dick Master Flex. Call me DJ Whole Milk Mocha. It's my new DJ name. I'm trying to spread it. 
Somebody ordered a whole milk mocha, very weird. Whole milk mocha. At a table. They said, I'll take a whole milk mocha. And I said, that's my new DJ name. And then they didn't laugh, and I walked away. Did they tip? They, everybody tips. Do you find that your tips go up and down depending on how well your jokes landed? No, you have to, the key to be, uh, I tell jokes and they usually bomb at tables, unless it's like really in the moment. You just got to be a chill Charles server. Charles runs jokes all day. Yeah. Hey, miss, how's that omelet? <laughs> Good? Great. Hey, do you think other bugs know bees die when they sting? Because if so. Bees got to be getting bullied on the day today. All right, we have an email from a listener who needs our help. Charles and Slim Dick. <laughs> Along with most places, the company I work for has an annual work party. Yay. Ours was last Friday, and it got a little out of hand, or at least... Two of the employees did. Oh, go on. <laughs> As is tradition, I ended up drinking too much and woke up in an unknown location. Unknown? <laughs> unknown. You woke up somewhere unknown to you. I woke up in an unknown location. Where is, where is that? Is Liam Neeson looking for you? What the fuck? Turn on a phone. Yeah. Where, what do you mean? Yeah, send your location to somebody. You're probably at the fries <sighs> you don't go to. Oh, I'm at the Safeway down the street, not, not west. My bad. Oh, my God. I don't go here. All right, so he woke up at an unknown location with a female coworker. <clears throat> he said, we agreed to keep it to ourselves until we found out our display was pretty public at the actual company party. I still do not know the details and probably never will, as the 20-plus whiskey cokes blurred most of my memory. 20. You had 20 drinks. 20, At a work party. 20 plus, dog. 20 plus. So he, he, he thought about how much he drank, and then he said, 20 is probably a good middle. Just, 20? Think about, just think about how much. If you had 20 whiskey Cokes, think about how much Coca-Cola you drank. <laughs> Remove the whiskey. You, you had three two liters of Coca-Cola yeah. that night. Jesus Christ. No wonder you woke up in an unknown you, location. Yeah. You didn't even need the whiskey. It's all that whiskey and high fructose corn syrup concoction. Yeah, you're going to wake up in Nevada alone. What the fuck? Where am I? Burp. <laughs> Must have been all those 23 flavors Dr. Pepper has that got me lost. All right, so he said, after stumbling out of the girl's house, I received a voicemail from another coworker, a guy, asking for some details as apparently the girl and him were becoming an item. Ooh, oh, yeah. that means he was watching from the corner of the party. Then. Jacking off. Yeah, you son of a bitch. Yeah, keep drinking them whiskey cokes. Keep talking to my girl like that. What if he was oh, the originator God. of cuckolding? Did I just get dark? I don't give a fuck. Yeah, cuckolding. Do you watch those videos? I do. Where, like, the girl's holding the guy's hands as a new guy bones her? Yeah, oh, yeah. I'll watch it all. I'm closing out mad tabs, dog, afterwards. And, like, 25 of them, I'm very ashamed are even open on my computer. Yeah, you know this. You know when you're getting into weird stuff when as soon as you finish, the, uh, you look at the screen and you go, oh, my oh, God. Jesus Christ. Uh, what is this, an episode of Law and Order? <laughs> so, uh, now I have found myself caught in the middle of a workplace love triangle while also showing the entire company how I like to get down on Friday nights. So banged a chick. She had another dude at the company. Yeah. Big, so big trouble company, in little China. The company's skank. <laughs> and now this guy's caught feelings because she's probably hot. Oh, yeah. Don't catch feelings, dog. I got 99 problems. But a goddamn feedback on the podcast ain't one of them. Sorry, we're still sore. <laughs> I'm still sore. I wish you could. What if you showed up to work late as a guy or a girl? And they're like, why are you late? Sorry, I'm still sore. <laughs> That's just your thing to say. Good morning. Where's the coffee? I need coffee. I'm sore. I'm so. 
I'm not sure how to defend myself when questions arise, he says. Do I just own it? Do I say I don't remember? He said, this girl is an absolute smoke and said I could come over whenever. But my gut feeling is to steer clear from her from now on. Love the pod, blah, blah, blah. Anonymous. I don't know. What do you do at work when people ask you if you hooked up? Is that going to be... Deny. Yeah. And it's not going to happen as much as you think. They're not yeah, going to call a 9 a.m. meeting. Yeah. Play the tape. It'll be some dude while you're heating up your hot pocket. Like, oh, Jenny. Huh? Right. Like, what? No, I'm gay. And then he's going to go home to his fucking boring life anyway. Yeah. This yeah is... Actually, you might get a lot of questions because you're going to be the most interesting thing that's yeah. happened around there in a while. Yeah. And then people will know about it. It is funny when stuff goes like goes around like that at the workplace. Did you hear Desiree has been uh, talking? Wearing about... the same panties for two weeks. Oh, that's hot. And then when other girls come by, you go, ew, that's gross. Funny how the split, when you talk to a guy and a girl at work, the, uh, you can't really be your full self. Yeah. And then you find that one dude where it's like, I am myself with this yes. dude. He knows what's up. Dude, the, the reason I haven't left my company is because this black dude I work with is the chillest cucumber in the game. <laughs> is that what you said He's to him? He's just a cool-ass dude. You're a chill dude. cucumber, bro. I started smoking New Porch just to kick it with him. There's, you know what the best combo is at work? Is if you find a dude... That you can be yourself with, and then you both mutually hate another dude at work. Yes. Fuck this guy. I just think it's so funny. I love when you could find a dude you could just be yourself with. <laughs> you That's can. The best. It is. It's like when you know the moment when one white guy drops the n-word to another white guy for the first time. Yeah. And you're like, you say it. Yeah. Well, I say it all the time. And then when you I'm guys, rhyming. Yeah. When I'm rhyming, or you know. See one of them. Well, <laughs> and then you both look at each other and laugh. We are funny. Yeah. <laughs> JK, right? The guy's like, no, I'm serious. And you're like, all oh, right. Jesus. Well, everybody's got their flaws. <laughs> Love you, Paul. Here's my advice <laughs> to this dude. First off, if you're an actual savage, do not drink at the company party ever. Yeah. Not like, oh, I like to. Not, not you Charles. Can go t- not Charles. Not like, oh, I have one IPA and I'm cute. <laughs> I'm talking about an actual <laughs> thoroughbred savage. Like dudes with the evil in them. Do not even touch alcohol. Because you'll be fine for the first two whiskey Cokes. And before you know it, you're in the janitor's closet ripping fucking lines. <laughs> Telling him you've known him your whole. I feel like I've known you my whole life. And then you slip the N-word. No. All right. Going up to your manager's wife asking if she wants a Tootski. <laughs> Lisa, you look like you do coke. So I, I don't know. I feel like embrace the slam. I don't know. Who cares? You guys hooked up at the work party. Yeah. Unless it's against corporate policy, then you got to deny it. And then that's your solution. It's against corporate policy. Don't be in a mingling with people at your work. Ooh. But you like getting flirted on at work. You know you do. Oh, it's the best. Yeah. Girls love attention at work. It's ridiculous. As a server, girls wear leggings every day of the week. I like that breakfast place up the street where that's their outfit. Oh, my. Their their outfit is tight black leggings in a tight black shirt. Oh, it's delicious. It's like ninjas are serving you burritos. Mm. Dude, you know what? I'll spend 16 bucks on eggs if that's what the... The sights are. It yeah. is. It is amazing over there. Mm-hmm. That's where I met Michael Phelps for the first time. Mm-hmm. We were bros. We he were likes bros. the pod. He does listen. I email him. So, fuck yeah, dude. This is what the fuck I'm talking about right here, Charles. <sighs> it's it's early. It is very early. And we are getting it on, getting it popping, uh, Charles. I show here that you had a date from hell. Do you want to explain? Oh yeah, I did have a comedy groupie experience. 
Uh, met a girl at an open mic one Monday. We jive. We get each other's numbers. We talk a little bit on Facebook, too. She liked my B joke. Yeah. <laughs> we text next weekend. I mean, the next week, she picks me up that same Monday and says, I'm going to show you a night out on the town. I said, great. <laughs> Sounds like a night to remember. So you meet this girl at an open mic, and she picks you up. And she picks That's me up. Nice and, of yeah, you. Exactly. That's nice of Yeah, exactly. I her. feel like I'm going to be the girl in the situation. I'm like, I got to relax. I don't got to be on. You text her back, 10 minutes, just finishing yeah. my hair. <laughs> if my mom comes outside, say, say you're not here for me. She doesn't like when I go on dates with promiscuous women. You open up the door with your towel wrapped around you. Just 10 more minutes. <laughs> you need- and I close the door. Skay, ski, <laughs> man. I jack off to make sure in case we have sex, I don't last two seconds. Um, so she picks you up. Picks me up, and she's like, you know, telling me she's going to take me to her favorite bar, restaurant, whatever. I'm like, all right. So she's like, first, we've got to make a couple of stops. And this girl, she's little. She's cute. She's bubbly. She does look like she's fucked around with some drugs. Like, okay. You know when you look at somebody, and you're like. A little bit of the face? You may have heated up a spoon. Is it the teeth? Yeah. Yeah, she has three teeth, but I'm like, you know what? I'll try it out. I'm open. I am very open with dates, by the way. Mike knows the dates I go on. Oh, yeah. Some of the girls. All over the board. Not to be, yeah. He just likes the rush. Yeah, I just like the date. They're the best. Charles thrives in that awkwardness. He likes that first 10 minutes of like, hey, hey. I I love it. It's the best. Just meeting somebody new and they don't know what to expect. Mm. We stop at her house, walk into this condo. It looks nice. Go inside. It's dark as night. There's water dripping, not because I can see it, but because I hear it landing. <laughs> so she takes you to the trap house? Yeah. Picks you I'm up like, from your place and drives yeah. you to her, like, fucking deserted. And I'm like, all right, this is ominous. This is not the mood that I know right. for romantic But I'll things. get it on if I need yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. I'm still in that mindset, uh, like, if anything, I'll do it for the material. You didn't uh, even butter me up. Just yeah, Jesus Christ. me up straight to the trap? Yeah, I know. So she disappears. Listen to the trap. Girl, I'll wear your move back. Yeah. <laughs> so this chick disappears into the darkness, and I'm just like, all right. She comes out into the shadows with a Home Depot bucket, like those big orange ones that says, you can do it yourself, oh, or nice. whatever. <laughs> Full of tools. There's holes, and now she turns on the lights. There's holes all in the wall. Like some domestic violence case. I'm like, all right, is this your what house? What day of the week is this? This is Monday. This is a weird-ass Monday. Yeah, dog. weird Mondays. Happy I Monday. Case, I got a case of the Mondays. <laughs> Why? What happened? Uh, some girl with three teeth picked me up and took her to a trap house. And then the guy just goes, that's Monday. <laughs> um, and I'm like, all right, is this your house? And she goes, well, I did used to live here, but my fiancé... Got out of control, so I had to move out. He punched all these holes in the wall, and I came back to get my tools. Hurry, though. If he comes home, he'll beat the shit out of you. Did he at least puke in it after he was punching those holes? I didn't smell any puke, but I smelled some asbestos. So so you guys break into a a crib, basically. Yeah. Steal some tools. Yeah. You're an accomplice. Yeah, now I'm just like, (laughs) God damn it, I wish I would have met her. At Chick-fil-A instead, or wherever the hell she says she's going to take me. Anytime a girl has told me on a date, I'm going to take you to my favorite spot. It's always like a big chain sushi place. I'm like, this isn't the cool spot. I just like how this girl saw you tell jokes and go, this is the guy. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> this is the... That's i got to go get it back now. Yeah. And yeah, you know, any girl who... I've, I've had a couple of girls pick me up from comedy just doing a set and then they're on me. It's always the weirdest people. Oh, yeah. So then we get in the car and I'm like, all right, I avoided an ass So you beating. got the tools. Yeah, I got the tools. You're safe. You know, a couple of wrenches, maybe the, by first name, Alan. <laughs> and 
And um, then she goes, all right, we got to make one more stop. I used to be a heroin addict. And I was like, well, that sentence came out of the blue. I love this girl. We got to make one more stop. I used to be. That's like how my friend came out to me one time. We were playing pickup basketball, and he shoot, I shot a basket. And he goes, this is how we snuck it in. I made a swish, and he goes, dude, nice shot. I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? This girl took honesty as the best policy to a whole new level. Yeah, she just came out and said it. And I was like, oh, that's cool. She read that quote on Instagram, and she's like, you know what? Gosh darn it. I'm going to be as honest as I can. Yeah. Look. And she's just having, this is her troubleshooting how to I fit used to in do things. But the first 10 minutes, I used to do heroin. I, uh, I have HPV. And yeah. Anyway. <laughs> she's on a speed date. Anyway, get in. Get in. <laughs> we need to go get some I have tools. a car. Get in. And she goes, we got to stop at my friend's house. They just texted me saying they're about to do heroin, so we're going to go drop off Oxy. And I'm like, all right, so you always have Oxy on you then, right? Is this right? a modern-day Robin Hood? Dude, yeah, giving Oxy to the poor, stealing from the big pharmacies. But you know what that means, right? She got a text from a buddy, and she goes, okay, I have some Oxy on me. She's always carrying something in her back pocket, and it's not a Tic Tac. I like this girl's style. Yeah. I do. She's growing on me. So then we drive, and I'm like, God... The one guy that this girl knows is supposedly going to beat my ass. What are two fucking drug addicts going to do? You know, I don't know if these are... Because drug addicts usually are limpy. Right. You know, they're not able to punch holes in the wall. And I'm right. like, well, maybe these guys have a case of the super strengths when they get high. Oh, yeah. They can you know? be on that meth. So I'm, like, kind of nervous. We go to the house. I want to stay in the car. He's like, no, get out, get out, get out. Meet my friends. I'm like, bitch. Meet my friends. I'm they gonna were going to f- do heroin, yeah. but now we're going to give them oxy. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to kill you. And they come out. Charles is like, I get drunk off of one IPA, guys. Yeah. Do you know who I am? I'm wearing a knitted hoodie. <laughs> and... uh you know, I don't want to meet these people because, first of all, I look like a narc. Yeah. I look like a, a boy who the police hired. And, to buy uh, alcohol. Yeah, from the exactly. Gas See if they card or not, and then I take him down. God. I almost made it to Eagle Scout, but I dropped out, <laughs> and I still regret it. But we meet the friends. They smell like welded metal. I don't know if that's what anything that has any importance. And then uh, she goes to take me to the bar, and we end up right back at the open mic that I met her at. She just took you for a spin, dog. Yeah, she, I'm like, what is this a show? So did you go up? Yeah, she maybe she's like, do a set, do a set, and I was like, no. She starts fingering herself. Yeah, do a set. And then again, I, I don't know. Tell why my I'm, uh... dumb jokes. Get off stage. Start talking to her, and she, the whole time she just starts picking her ear. Yeah, like a lot, <laughs> like picking her ear. This girl is such a trooper. And that's not a discreet thing, you know. It's not like a little where you pick your nose, like a little. It's somebody putting their Did finger in there. Did you meet this chick in the alley behind the restaurant? <laughs> no, but that was coincidentally her name. And, oh, uh, yeah. oh. No, that's true. Oh, oh, it just tickled my fancy. Hmm. <laughs> well, you all right? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she goes, well, that ex-fiance I told you, you about. You have to just ask me if I was all right? Yeah, you look like you got a boner. Yeah. You started showing your buck teeth to me. Oh, yeah. Um, but she goes, uh, my, my ex-fiance, when he did heroin, uh, he used to think I was a cop and he would shove Q-tips down my ears because he thought I was wearing a wire. If nothing else, this girl is interesting as fuck. I kind of like her. Yeah, she's a great person, but, uh, really, uh, came with a lot of baggage. So, and this is the craziest part. As a man, I have to ask this question, right? As a man. As a man asking another man, even after all that, even after the stolen tools, even after the let's drop off some oxy, even after, even after the air picking, I still have to ask as a man, as a man, did you fuck? No. 
Didn't do it. Which is fine. Yeah. But it's crazy that I still have to ask yeah, that question. Yeah, because you know it's still possible. And usually I've, I've done that. Yeah. But this one, because then she starts, it was just too much. So that was my, she started talking about how constipated you get. So I'm like, all right. So I got some shit to drop right now. All right. So you're not constipated. <laughs> no. All right. Well, drop it. Sunday, February 11th, maybe. I don't know. The Sunday before Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Is that the 12th? I'm not a smart man. Sunday, February 12th, I'm at work swiping right like a motherfucker uh-huh. just all day. That's I was a process, just, baby. Just burning cows. I, was, <laughs> I burned 50 cows. Just getting that carpal tunnel. Yeah. So then I get home on Sunday and I see a text from a girl on Bumble that says, Are you from Chicago? Nothing gets my dick wet more than hearing, are you from Chicago? Yes. I love it there. What's going on? How are you? <laughs> oh, my God. I put on for my city, I put on for my city. I'm, yes, I'm from Chicago. From I don't city. care what you look like. You text me, I'm from, are you from Chicago? I'm writing back a paragraph. Wow, really? I love it, baby. Yeah, people from Chicago love Chicago. Dude, murder capital of the world. Yeah, see? And then you say it like that, like you're proud. Um, hell yeah. Anyway, so this girl messages me on Bumble. And her profile says, I'm only here until Tuesday because she has an interview or whatever. Dude, I fucking start messaging this girl back, drop the number in there. We're texting, instant connection. Nice. I was like, I'm going to do something bold right now. She's like, what? I call her. Bro, I stayed on the phone with her for three and a half hours. Damn. Laying in bed. Total stranger. With your feet like in the we... air, dangling. Yeah, so. She's like, don't you have work tomorrow? I'm like, yeah, but I'd rather stay up and talk. I'm kind of thinking about maybe go getting a hush puppy. Do you want to split one? So, I, But seriously, I talked with her for three and a half hours. I was like, oh, is, it, is, it, is this the one? I feel a connection. I can feel it coming in the air tonight. That's the move, though. You yeah. match, and then you text. Throw the call out. You like dates. I like just cold calling, motherfucker. Yeah, you do cold call. That's because you work at a call center. <laughs> when I was making calls, I loved when people would call, especially if they would call mad because then you get to tell them what's up. So I talked to this girl for three and a half hours. Yeah. She's leaving on Tuesday. We, that means we have one day to meet. Monday. So we make plans. Case of the Mondays. Monday night, I do a set at Lawn Gnome. She comes to watch it. What'd you do? All my A shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's an open mic. I was like, dude, I'm throwing out the heaters on this one, bro. <laughs> I'm going to get, sometimes you do comedy to get laid. Every joke that's ever worked for me, I'm throwing it in the set. And she's watching like, oh my God. I get off. I'm like, yeah, I just was fucking around up there. Before I went on, I was like, I don't really know what I'm Oh, my about. God. So funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. I say that about. to everybody who ever, yeah. You know, I think I'm just going to freestyle it. Meanwhile, I'm like, ah, uh, I know exactly what I'm... <laughs> about to drop the bomb. Yeah. So that goes well. What's the next spot? Gelato, right? Oh. So now, dude, this is like... Gelato's a step up from Froyo, too. It's like, I'm in, in my mid-20s now. I get Gelato. <laughs> Yeah, I file my own taxes. Yeah. Yeah, I get gelato. Yeah, I get gelato. So love is in the air. We're eating gelato. I mean, I it's crazy, Charles. <laughs> is gelato her name? I was eating gelato the other day. Her name was <laughs> It was Allie, actually. <laughs> oh, Allie, you know her. Oh shit. <laughs> was she only here for one night? Stay scheming. <laughs> so we get gelato. <laughs> 
<laughs> so we get gelato. <laughs> this, <laughs> you know, once I take her up with gelato, it's done, bro. It's the, the G spot. I tell her, and this is the thing. I told her she could get three scoops of any flavor. Throw some strawberries on there. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Yeah, I got, oh, 75 cents extra? I don't know. Uh, maybe, take that. Can you uh, take those strawberries? <laughs> no, I'll watch you eat. Have you ever had yeah. where a girl spends too much and you're like, you know what? I'm actually not hungry. Yeah. <laughs> Can we split that salad? Can you just bring an extra plate, sir? What's, well, I'll just pay. And I don't I'll like this pay. beer. Uh, it's gross. Take it off my bill. This beer is gross now. <laughs> so we're at Gelato. <laughs> and... Uh, then my other friend who's in Chicago, this girl, messages me, and she said, hey, I'm at Second Story Liquor Bar. Another Chicago girl you know? Yeah. There's a, a lot friend. of Chicagoans out in, oh, in Arizona, yeah. right? just here for the weekend, too. Oh, okay. Just, just coincidence. She texts me, we're at Second Story Liquor Bar. I look up. <laughs> That's a fu- it's above the, <laughs> it's, a, it's above the yeah, gelato yeah, spot. It's a see-through I was ceiling. Like, oh. it's <laughs> yeah, the Second Story Liquor Bar is cool. Oh, it's great there. So we go up there, me and the old Bumble date. Just Me and the old Bumble. Just just met her 24 hours ago, but yeah. feel like this is my lifelong Second partner. Story Liquor Bar is a uh, Mad Men st- yeah, themed, themed bar above the gelato spot. So you walk into like 1920s, really fancy little... The guy has to be drying a glass, I'm convinced. Yeah. <laughs> the guy behind the bar. Always, yeah. So Always just, hey. if you go there with a date... Guy or girl, it's like, oh shit, this is cool. Oh yeah, this is this is what a girl should know about. Like, I'm gonna take you to my spot. Right. I mean, there's a second story liquor bar. Yeah. There's a fucking crack house with holes in the walls. Yeah. It's, it's, it's great. It's all the same. Yeah. It's all the first. You're right. Date. It's all about mentality. Right. Perception. So that goes well. We go to another spot. We get some drinks with. The, all of oh, so now you're mobbing with the oh home. Now God. she's just like, this guy has a great life. Just crushing the game, right? And then we're about to leave. Just, how big of a douche? Just crushing the game, bro. <laughs> anyway, we're about to leave, and I was like, do you want me to drop you off at your place? And she was like, "Uh, no, we're going to your place. Oh. Like, oh. Stay scared. Stay scared. <laughs> so then I had to do that like DUI assessment. I was like, all right, well, I've had... Four drinks, but it's been three hours, and you know it's only two blocks away, and she is pretty hot, and she's only here for one night, so nice. uh, yeah, let's fire it up, uh, which I don't like doing, but you know what? Fuck it, Charles. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, dog. <laughs> night progresses. So we're at Gelato. <laughs> so we're at Gelato. Back in my place. Back at my crib. <laughs> Fireplace is on. The notebook's playing. Dick is out. No, I mean Himalayan I flopped salt. It out. Like- Himalayan pink salt. Uh, but yeah, dude. All night long. Nice, you. All night. Got a little lucky. All night, all night long. And then she wakes me up at 8 a.m. She goes, "Hey, uh, is this your address? I have an Uber on the way. I'm taking a flight out tomorrow." Charles, that's perfect. Cue the music, motherfucker. And I'm back. Oh yeah. I don't even know that. I song. didn't know that song either. It's I was, not a song. I don't think. And but um, anyway. I'm back, motherfucker. Nice. One night bumbled. Oh, on Valentine's so Day. So you don't care about your fucking girlfriend anymore. No, that's not true. <laughs> so then I wake up Tuesday. We talked about this. This was a preface earlier. If you need to go back, uh, I'm dropping off these gifts, okay? Because I got the just got laid sent on me. <laughs> I'm feeling you, and that's yeah, a real pheromones, thing. Yeah. The well, you walk time, differently when you get that. The easiest time to get laid. Is legit after you just got laid. Yeah, it's just, you're you're There's loose. There's that two day window. You're loose in the shoulders. Yeah, 
You're doing you your have, thing. You have that swagger where it's just like anything you say mm-hmm. to a girl is like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Happy Tuesday. Oh, Wednesday? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Every day is Tuesday if you really think about it, baby. My place, gelato. So I have the just got late sent on me. I was like, I'm dropping these gifts off to my ex-girl. All right? I've been scheming this for a while. I got some gifts for her and her niece. I know there's been a little bit of time, but I need to drop these fucking gifts off. All right? And there's no time like the present. Pun intended. You told me not to do it. Oh, uh, my God. Poor decision on Charles, bro. I fucking show up there like a knight in shining armor. Although she wasn't answering my calls on the drive there. There you go, bitch. <coughs> what? You left that out. Well, she wasn't answering my calls, but she answered the door when yeah, I Yeah, because somebody rang. <laughs> anyway, all right. And she don't have a peephole. It, it, like I said from the beginning, I'm, you can't be looked at like a villain when you're dropping off gifts. That's a nice fucking thing to do. That's a sound gesture. And if that's how I'll be remembered, that's how I'm going to be remembered, motherfucker. Yeah. So I dropped these gifts off. It's like three, three little Latina ladies answer, <laughs> geared up in their pajamas. Here I am looking suave with my beanie and my fucking black V-neck. Valentine's Day. Your chest two, hair showing? 2 p.m. It's my day off. Looking like a fucking player, all right? This is braggadocious, Mike, this episode. So I go in there, and it was like... It was fucking magic, Charles. What happened? Did they give you sopapillas and geladas? And they said, oh, Mike. No, the, the niece opened up her gifts, right? And she was saying shit that I wish, like, I couldn't have even written for her to say. She's like, oh, my God. Mom, can I play with this now? Thank you. And I was like, yeah, keep feeding me that. Keep feeding me that. Get me laid, niece. You're a pawn in this whole thing. Yeah. You've... I'm trying to get to the queen. Oh, my God. It's so true. And then the mom of the niece was like, all right, well, you know, let's go in our room so Mike can, can talk. Yeah. So now I'm talking to the girl. She opens up her gifts. She's crying a little, a little bit. What'd you get her? I got her some nice things. Nice little dildo? Oh, yes. It's an exact replica of me. I poured hot wax all over myself. I hope you like it. I still am healing. I'm peeling. <laughs> I'm healing and peeling right now. Don't hate exfoliate. I'm putting a lot of cold gelato on my shaft. It tastes like raspberry right now. Do you want to? No? No? Okay. Just open your gift. Okay. So I, she's opening her gifts. You know, it's, it's, it's a nice moment, dude. It really is. She meant a lot to me. We haven't talked in a while. I'm dropping off some fucking gifts. What'd you get her? I got her some nice things. A necklace, a, a candle, a bath bomb. Got to throw the bath. A mixtape. I burned her a CD. A dick wig. Call that. Yeah, yeah. Episode nine. Beep, beep, beep. So... It went really well. We hugged, and I fucking went on my merry way, dude. And I felt fucking fantastic about it. That's good. It was a good gesture. You made it. I was wrong. You were wrong. Well, what happened? Did you now rip this pipe, motherfucker? Did you? You don't know how to grind weed. Is <laughs> what you don't know how to do. Stay scheme. <laughs> there's. I'm looking into this bowl. I'm supposed to look like all nice and shaped. Oh, you it's, mean you're not supposed to just take a nug and throw it in? No. There? Oh. You gotta grind it. It looks like scoops of ice cream you know what, in here. Charles, then you just lighten a rock on fire. I'm new to this whole thing. Yeah, I, I always think people who do coke already know how to do weed because I'm like, you already, you're fucking already onto the next one. You know what I mean? Right. Weed comes first, but you guys just did coke out in Chicago first. That's why you got that pride. You got fucking jitters at 13. It's where when you're addicted to a drug and you still have a bedtime. <laughs> Geeked out of my mind home at 8.30 sharp. Chained in Newports in bed like, ah, 
<laughs> Seventh grade tomorrow is going to suck. <laughs> I hope they wheel in their BHS thing so I can pop some Xanax and chill out. Yeah, dude, I came out of the fucking womb just crushing the game. Oh, you said that that cup to your teeth, bitch. How did that feel? I didn't smoke anything till I was uh, 15. I smoked weed, but my dad smoked weed as a kid and had an allergic reaction to it. He had to go, like, he had a, a seizure at a football game where he tried it. Jesus. Yeah, so he went to the doctor, and they pricked him with all, like, a bunch Is of things. Is that true? Yeah, because uh, my dad did. Dude, he, he fucked it up for the rest of everybody. I know. And then they pricked him with a whole bunch of stuff. One of them was, uh, like, a THC thing. And it was THC. So my whole life, he grew up, he's like, if you ever do this, you may be allergic. And I had a seizure, and I only did it once. So the months before I... That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I've never heard of that. Yeah. It's weird. I bet the whole town couldn't smoke weed then because of him. I don't know what happened. He He got a seizure. Yeah. Yeah. This guy ruined it for everybody. So we grew up before I was smoking weed. We were rubbing it. My friends would rub it, nugs on me. I remember I would like cut my arm a little bit with a knife, like uh, pu- puncture it, and then they would uh, drip weed Wait, into are me. you serious? Yeah, we'd get Just all... to see if you were okay? Yeah, to see if I was allergic. I didn't know what was happening. Yo, hear me out on this. Is there any chance that he made that up so that you would I always thought that. Is there... That, I always thought that. That's a strong that. possibility. But my dad did. He's very open about... He did a lot of cocaine and drank... But think about how smart that would be if that's how he got you to never smoke weed. But I he? smoked. I went through the fucking... So you were cutting... Yeah, we'd that's like... fucked up. Yeah. I wasn't like slicing myself open, but I wanted to smoke weed. Were you listening to Good Charlotte while you did it? <laughs> Girls don't like stars and the rich the famous. I, I'm really bleeding. I think I'm dying. Um, so I'm not allergic to weed, is long story short. But when I first smoked, I smoked out of a bong. And you know, your chest hurts oh, yeah. really bad the first so time. You thought? I thought I was dying. I was running around this big high school party of seniors. I'm a sophomore going, I'm dying. I'm dying. They Should- put a fur coat on me and laid me down. <laughs> I woke up in an unknown location. PSN episode 16. I'm enjoying the shit out of this. Should we go on break? Yeah. Let's hit a break. Before we uh, take a break, would like to remind you that PSN is brought to you by Bugle Chips. If you ain't eating Bugle Chips, make the switch. The pointy chip that makes your fingertip look like a witch. Oh, yeah. Bugles. Eat that shit, motherfuckers. We'll be back. Check, check. Check, check. Someone in Halloween. I want to get high as a motherfucker. Yeah. Higher than a motherfucker. Somebody roll the weed. What if I become a good singer? I was hoping that for you for this podcast. I was like, Mike's going to believe in his voice more. Because you were more into it on this I was song. decent. I know, yeah. I didn't do too bad. No, I know. You got to just believe in yourself. That's the key to singing. You think if I 
if I work hard and I really try, I could be as good as you someday? Never. But, you know, you could be better sounding on the pod, and that's great for everybody who listens, because I get all these compliments on my voice, and then they say Mike is just... (laughs) (laughs) You got to find a new guy. I'm like, I know, but he has a soundboard at his house, and... You got to shine somehow, Charles. <laughs> oh. you, know, you know I'm bringing the fire jokes. Ooh, I don't know about those. I've been you writing be, for you You know for what? Years. Be, be the singer guy. <laughs> That's what I need on the pod. Yeah, sure, sure. Is this our first pod fight, motherfucker? Yeah, pod vision. I don't got to remind you <laughs> about that wall reference. I mean, did you hear episode 15? I don't think I listened to it. I, I, I'm actually not an avid listener of the pod. Bro, people, <laughs> Oprah brought it up. She goes, what will Mike do with the Valentine's Day gift? Stay tuned next week. So then when there was a delay, that fucked up Oprah's whole network. Oh, man. I know. Be the singer. That's what we need. Somebody roll the weed. Mike's getting jealous of my voice, Yeah. <laughs> So what's going on in the news, child? Uh, we got a little bit of death going on, a little bit of backstabbing and treachery. Ooh, I like that. Uh, Give me some of that backstabbing, dog. Eh, too, Brute. Um, there you go, a little bit of... See, I went to community college, but I read. <laughs> um, new in the news, Georgia, the country, has churches. What kind? Orthodox. The prosecutor of the church was planning on killing the head of the church. How? With a little bit of stabbing? No. With a little bit of Shakespeare-style poison, baby. He was going to go poison him. So, Georgia, Greek Orthodox Church. Uh-huh. Not Greek. It's not. Uh, Georgia is its own country. Someone's going for the big dog. Yeah. Someone's trying to take Someone's out the big dog with the big chain. Yeah, the man who's got the uh, God on speed dial. This is like Game of Thrones meets Young Pope. <laughs> but in real life. <laughs> IRL. <laughs> um... But the head of the church was 84 years old and in the country, Germany, recovering from cancer. So this guy, the prosecutor of the church, whose name is Erakli, who is going to kill the head of the church, Elia. This is fucking, like, biblical so, dope shit. Yeah, Erakli asks another guy at the church, hey, do you happen to have any cyanide on you? Yo, what if there is a cyanide dealer at the church? <laughs> He's like, you have any cyanide? Guy's like, nah, dude, just ecstasy. But uh, ask Ezekiel, he's got the cyanide. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man, I don't got any. But uh, yeah, I, I might have a guy. But I mean, if you if you need pills, I got pills. I got pills, bro. Maybe in confessional. Lingerer, man. <laughs> so, um, so young Pope goes to take so out young, the eighty-four year old yeah, so head then, honcho. Yeah. So then he asks the guy. The guy says, "No, I'm fresh out." And then he secretly reports Arakli to the police. So Arakli somehow finds cyanide, probably from Ezekiel. So he did find it. Yeah. So somehow he found the right guy, and uh, he goes to the airport. The guy is pulled off at the airport. They go through his bags, and guess what they find? The blood of Christ? No. Too much weight on... <laughs> what did they find? A four-ounce bottle of Crest toothpaste. <laughs> you can't bring those on a plane nowadays. Come on. This guy needs to get with the times. No, they found the cyanide in the suitcase. He probably didn't even fucking hide it in peanut butter. He probably had it in a vial that was glowing green. Like, all dramatic. Oh, no. 
Don't open the suitcase. I kind of like this. This was this was recently, 2017, taking yeah. it back to Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, era. this guy's reading too much Shakespeare. I like, I like this guy's style. Hey, guess what happened to Shakespeare after he was uh, woke? He got shook. Oh. I don't know. Yeah. That didn't work out. You know what? We're a little high on this app. <laughs> So see, he, I believe in myself too much. So he gets stopped at the airport. He's they got find the cyanide. cyanide. Then they go check his house and find a homemade gun. So now he faces up to uh Was it a marshmallow shooter? What do you I mean a homemade it was gun? It's probably a potato gun. All you got to go is get to Home Depot and get some PVC pipe and a grill starter. So he was stacking the deck. He's like, if cyanide don't work, if I got some bunk-ass shit, yeah. then I'll kill I'm him. I'm going to shoot a rock at this guy's eye. Slingshot. He's pissed because the cyanide ain't that good. He's like, dude, I spent a hundred a gram on this shit. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> this stuff is fucking swag. I want my money back, dude. <laughs> this guy didn't even die. He just looks really gross now. <laughs> <laughs> go grab the corkscrew gun. Yeah. So uh, this that's the story. And I'll tell you what makes me pissed off about reading it was, first of all, the dude he was trying to kill was 84 and recovering from cancer. He's not really going to have a comeback. I mean, he could if yeah. he's under God's okay. grace. Yeah, but then how many years do you have left? Uh, eternity, dog. Uh. <laughs> All right. New problem. All right. I mean, I think it was a valiant effort. He got stopped at the airport. Now what? he's kicking it. Dude. He's and, not and kicking it. Let's write a script. Georgian priest in the yard <laughs> coming to a Netflix near you. What? What? It's about someone trying to kill each other? No, it's about the dude who ends up having to go to jail because oh, they caught him with the cyanide. Nice. Now he's hanging out with all the homies. Yeah, seeing spreading the fucking religion across Georgia. Hell yeah. He blesses everybody's food before they eat it. Yeah. The- <laughs> he's got the long ass beard. He starts getting tattoos. Netflix. And then you can have butt sex with people and it ain't a sin. Move over, young Pope. I think I got something George in the, in the yard. <laughs> George in the yard. Or I mean, Arakli. Arakli abroad. Arakli <laughs> locked up. Araklup. Araklup up. Fuck. All of them. Let's sell them all. Et cetera. Um, right. But it's like, I don't know. I respect them. It was a valiant effort. Yeah. It just, you know, sometimes you get caught up at the airport, dog. It's happened to me twice. I truthfully never fly and feel comfortable going through security. Because I'm usually coming back from vacation. Who knows what the fuck is in, like, one of my board shorts. <laughs> I can have, like, a spare gram laying around. Like, yeah. I, I'm never just like, oh, I have nothing on me. I'm always like, shit, 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 shit. Oh, so you and Allie would get along with that Oxycontin. I, I just pack up in, like, a, a hustle. You know, if I'm coming back from L.A., it's like, who the fuck knows what's in my pockets? <laughs> I did a little bit of Stardust. <laughs> stardust. Stardust. PSN. <laughs> news story number two. <laughs> Another tale of murder. Jeffrey Little inadvertently texted his former boss asking for help in killing his wife. Oh, my. uh, Police said after Little was arrested. Okay. A Monroe, Washington man inadvertently texted a request for help in killing his wife to his former employer. The text from Jeffrey Little, 42 years old. So it's impressive. How old? 42. (laughs) He's 42 years old. (laughs) He addressed it to a person named Shane, and it said, hey, do you remember you said you would help me kill my wife? I'm going to take you up on that offer. <laughs> That's the icebreaker? That's the first text of the day? I know. He should have said, hey, you up? That's too bold to even come in on the pop-up screen. You know, you just read it on the pop-up. 
That's like, whoa. You need a better pickup line than that. Yeah, Jesus Christ. How about you say, hey, how's your day going? Let a little bit of something, you know, coat in some soft shell. Right, say something cute off the top. Hey, Rick, uh, how was your day? Ah, uh, hey, Mondays. Anyway, can you? Hey, Shane, are you Dumbledore? Because you the headmaster. Anyway, I need your help in killing my wife, dog. <laughs> so the message added the accomplice should make the death look like an accident or a robbery. Classic. <laughs> it's never just like a, a spilled thing of milk. It's always like, well, we got to make it look like a robbery. Yeah, we got to make it look like a fucking scene. That's when you know. Ugh. All right. And he offered up a $1 million insurance policy. So the dude's trying to kill his wife. He texts his former boss, Shane, and says, hey, I need your help. Kill my wife. I'll give you a million. Would you suck a dick for a million? Would you Me? help? Me? <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Some question. I would, too, 100%. Oh, yeah. That's 100%. a stupid question. 50 bucks. So the message was, <laughs> so the ex-employer, the ex-boss who gets a text notifies police, and they arrest Little and charge him with two counts of felony criminal solicitation. For the crime of murder in the first degree. This is his defense, all right? His defense is that he writes out text messages to vent, and he had no intention of sending it, and his daughter grabbed his phone and sent it. <sighs> no, because you know why? Because there's no uh, JK in there at all, or a lol. I'm telling you, it's like, if you're 42... If he didn't mean it, you put a lol in there, right? If you hate your wife... Your daughter should not be around your phone. Yeah. It, even if it's not the text to murder her, it's going to be something worse. Like a bunch of porn tabs. That's a tab. bad spot to be in. Yeah, a bunch of Pull up a porn tab. Dude, poor girl. She goes to play Snake, and she ends up putting her dad in jail for 50 years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what if it really was? And she's like, fuck. I don't know why this, this guy should, like... Do some coke and go to a strip club instead of texting me. text you. Find a new hobby. Yeah, go do something. Even though that sounds a little unhealthy and eventually it will lead to divorce, but maybe that's what you need. What's for dinner? Fajitas, honey. Oh, my God. Where's my phone? I'm going to kill this, this girl. This bitch is making fajitas again. You I know need what? your help. <laughs> you know, not fresh. They're leftovers from last night. She's heating them up. This so fucking... So Jeffrey Little's defense said he just writes these messages. His daughter accidentally sent him. He said that Shane is just a fake person that he vents to. Well, then how did it get to the... That's what I'm saying. There's holes in the fucking story. How did he click his, uh, you know, ex-boss on the text? First of all... Hey, Shane. Is that what it says in the text? This is why you need to have Boost Mobile, okay? 150 texts a month. <laughs> yeah. Once you hit your limit, that text ain't going off. Just write letters. Yeah. Or draw a picture or something. Why are you writing out text messages? Anyway, he's held on $1 million bail, and he will return to court March 3rd. Oh, that's in a couple of days. So stay tuned. Wow. We're keeping up on this man because I feel for him. You think he's guilty? I, of course. I mean, but it can be hard to prove it. Nothing happened. The yeah, wife is safe. Nothing happened. They probably still live in that same house, and yeah, it's that's probably awkward, be awkward as fuck. Hey, honey, uh... Can you grab my phone? Oh, what? You're going to try to kill me again? Yeah. No. I'll sleep on the couch. Hell yeah. All right. So. You ever live with a girl and then you sleep on the couch? I've never lived with a girl. You are the only person on this pod to make that mistake. Oh, yeah? Yeah, dude. 21, living with somebody, I was Charles? 22. You don't even know who you are yet, dog. I know who I am. You How many times was she yet. home and you still felt the need to masturbate? Yeah, I did that. But you got to do that. You're a 22-year-old male. 
I think it's. I think that was a terrible mistake. A terrible, terrible mistake. I think driving out those gifts were a terrible. No, mistake. that was a smart move. Maybe, maybe I'm done asking you advice. <laughs> Once I found out you were living with someone at 21, I should have never ran that. I Valentine's lived with somebody thing. for two years. That's longer than most. Somebody follow me. I'm gonna get high as a motherfucker. Guys, thank you for fucking hanging out. This has been a great app. The 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 chill. The chill. The big chill. We come a little hot, we chill it out. We come a little hot, we chill it out. Icy hot, our Icy next hot, sponsor. It is. Are we getting dude wipes? Oh, uh, it's on the way. Meaning we've been emailing. <laughs> we've been emailing. All right, so let's get to the question of the week. This comes to you from a listener named Jeffrey, ironically. He says, did Uber kill the walk of shame? Oh, because what? Now they only have to walk to the house, to the I car. mean, they're basically getting door-to-door service. So you don't see as many girls walking in heels, going to the corner, being like, hey, yeah, waving for a taxi yeah. at 8 in the morning. I need to get home. I made a mistake. She comes in, you know, she sees her roommate, she's like, oh, my God. I did it again. You know a girl's always on the walk of shame when you see her in the morning wearing the sparkly dress? Oh, yeah. You're like, you didn't wear that dress in the morning, girl. That was for going out last night. This ain't for 8.30 mass. Yeah, exactly. You got the shimmer, girl. You looking like the rainbow fish up on Stiletto pumped in the club, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, no, I always wear talls when I tell shoes when I go see the Lord. I want to be closer to him. The last time I went to church, the collection basket came around, and I felt obligated because it had been a while. Like, I owed him back taxes. And <laughs> I go in my pocket, and I pull out a rolled-up 20 from the night before because it was oh, like, that's oh, a little bit my of coke God. And I was like, Jesus Christ. And, like, my dad was looking at me. I was, like, fucking, like, flattening it out. I was like, <laughs> shit, dude, this is embarrassing. It was that rolled up? Oh, I mean, it was rolled up. It was looking like a launcher. Looking like a shooter. And I haven't been back. It was, uh, I felt like I was going to burst into flames as soon as I dropped the 20 in the collection basket. It's just like. You sink down into hell. Jesus. Stay. I was on a bender. (laughs) Stay. It's getting hot as hell. You know what they say about hell? It's more of a dry heat. It's actually tolerable. I'm ready for that on your first special. All right, so did Uber <laughs> kill the walk of shame? I think we could all say that it did. Here's what I will say. I hate when I drop a girl off the next day, and I, I'm like, see you. Thank you for everything. It was very nice of you. I appreciate you. Yeah. I appreciate I'll call you. I appreciate everything you do for the company. Yeah. <laughs> and she gets out of my car, and she walks around front. <laughs> it's like, ah, come on. Walk I don't want to see your side profile. Walk around back so I can get out of here. <laughs> Oh, my God. All right. I one time had a girl. I dropped her off in the morning, and uh, she got out the door, and the last thing she said to me was, uh, don't tell anybody about this. And I said, wasn't planning on it. That's so I've gotten that too many times. Yeah. It, once it happens three times, like, Jesus. How? What is wrong with me? I've got it. So like, you ever have a girl? I was going on dates with a girl who would get hammered every time we hung out, and I'm like, am I this boring? Another shot of fireball. This oh, guy. What? Oh, what? Oh. Oh, you work at a breakfast place? Okay. Yeah, I'm going to need a double. Yeah, I'm gonna... Oh, what if bees? Oh, okay. You're lucky you got a cute face. She's just trying to fuck me for my small. <laughs> cute face, slim waist with a big butt. I got that hand. And a hand, and a hand. Hand, and Okay. All right, dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 16. 
PSN. Go on iTunes. Call me Big Dick Master. Call me DJ Whole Milk Mocha. All right. We'll see you guys on the <laughs> flip side. Yo. Yo, this be DJ, whole milk mocha Catch me kinda nutty like almond roca Coming down the street with the walk of shame Uber calling me and asking my name I said, yo, it's Shane, don't reply I wanna see if you will decide to kill my wife Got a church pastor going through the priest Weapon of choice is that cyanide Yo, I got the bug and it's comedy Sticking kind of meaty to the shit salami Catch me on the pizza dough I'm the topping PSN beat the podcast I'm rocking Please send nudes Please send butt It's Slim Dick Killer Chilling in the cut I got a lot of money And yes that is a lie But when I hit the club Homie looking real fly PSN the pod that goes harder Your girl in my bed Getting wetter than water Suburban young thug Comedy first martyr Call me the kid The premier shit starter Check it DJ whole milk mocha in the beat Yeah <laughs> PSN episode 16, we made it. I'm so happy. Stay scheming. We'll catch you guys next week. Yeah, dude. <laughs> hey, what do you call Lil John's pet bird? A parasquite, skeet, skeet. All right. <laughs> <laughs>